It's DTS 72, a big weapon balance patch is coming for December that's going to really shake up PvP, as well as a year two No Land Beyond and more. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What's good everyone? It's BBK Dragoon. Welcome back to Destiny the Show. Joining me is my awesome co-host Diddy. What's up dude? How was the week? It was actually pretty good. Um, just got done with a work retreat this past weekend. Recovering from a little bit of a severe allergy syndrome, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh -oh, what happened? Back up on my feet. Well, sitting around the fire and it just all that soot and ash went into my lungs and just mm. really flared up my allergies so um, all yesterday i was wrapped up and bundled up mm. trying to stay warm because allergies pressure in my head was just the dang. worst dang sorry man other than the work retreat what did you do this week i played some iron banner to be honest yeah i definitely rocked it using my um what is it? The Apple of Discord? Yeah. The Hawker Pulse? Oh, yeah. It was, it's nice. I really like it. And um, I was also using my Hereafter. Only hit about 302 light with that build uh, because my RNG armor is not very good. But um, I'm going to be hitting rank 3 Iron Banner today. So hopefully I'll get a 310 artifact. Yeah, it's blue, which is really weird. Like, <laughs> I hit rank five yesterday with Sassy. So shout outs. If you guys remember Super Good Advice, our Australian friend Sassy has been kind enough to play with me. We had so much fun this week, dude. Clash. I love Iron Banner Clash. Shorter games. I feel like I can make more of an impact. I had a few people on Twitter tweet me saying, I think that control is easier to play as a solo player. I, I definitely disagree. I think it's easier to outslay people than have to worry about outslaying and trying to take points by yourself sometimes. But great week. And the rewards, I just want to get your feedback because you've played up to rank three-ish. Have you seen awards dropping? Because I know for myself... I'll, I'll explain what I've gotten this week. So did you see more stuff dropping? Yeah, I definitely did see more things dropping. I didn't get any drops myself, okay. but I definitely played with a bunch of people who have been getting a lot of legendary gear. Okay, nice. Excellent. I ended up getting two pairs of gauntlets, the Iron Banner ones, and oh, increased melee attack speed and I think increased sniper ammo. So it was pretty nice little That's stats nice. there, yeah. And then I got two chest pieces for Iron Banner, as well as the hand cannon. And that's just all from game rewards, not from the actual packages or whatnot. I haven't opened my rank 5 package just yet. Sassy got the Iron Banner ghost shell, which he wanted, and it's light green. It comes in 310, yeah, I think he got his at 310. They look pretty nice, I mean, it fits Iron Banner thematics. I myself wouldn't use it over the Kingslayer <laughs> shell, though. Kingslayer shell looks way too cool, right? Yeah, for sure. Anyway, Trials, love it. I've said it before. Since year two began, I have enjoyed every single Trials run, and I'm looking forward. I'm going to buy that HMG. It's supposed to be like the BTRD, right? You're talking about the Iron Banner uh, yes, machine gun. The, the Iron Banner machine gun being sold for this previous event. Right, okay, you said trials. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Ugh, you yeah, can tell it it's is a Sunday. supposed to be a BTRD um, archetype. Medium rate of fire, a little bit higher impact, and super stable. Gotcha. 
I haven't used the hand cannon yet. What is it called? F- Finalis Peril? Something. I thought it started with an H, but maybe I... <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Maybe after the December weapon update, I'll be using some more hand cannons. So guys, don't dismantle it if you've gotten it, because it might be more useful in Definitely. year two. Yeah. Might actually use it in the next Iron Banner. We've got year one exotics showing up in year two, and many of those are going to be available starting with the December update. So let's hop into the news. News! Bungie has been revealing on their Instagram account tons of year one exotics that are going to be making their way into year two versions, and we think these are arriving with the December update. We don't have an exact date when that's going live in December, but the first one is the Mita Multi-Tool. Are you excited, man? A year two Mita. I am super hyped. I'm definitely going to be using Mita Multi-Tool a lot in endgame PvP because, oh man, it with these weapon changes coming up, Mita Multi-Tool is going to be the king. DTS predicts right here. So for somebody who's maybe new to Destiny, Diddy, why are year one weapons being upgraded to year two? Why are people excited about this? Where can it be used in PvP and PvE for endgame? Well, first and foremost is going to be the attack damage rating because year one weapons are capped out at 170 damage and that's legendaries, exotics, whatever. And year two, you can get that all the way up to what, 310 or 320 light now because once you get these exotic weapons, it's probably going to unlock or you're going to acquire it at around 280, 290 damage stat and then you can just infuse it to make it a little bit better. Exactly. So it's something that I can actually take into endgame PvE and use. In normalized PvP, we could still be using year one weapons. In fact, I have a year one Hawkmoon. I don't actually own a year two Hawkmoon. So I've just been using the year one Hawkmoon in normalized PvP. That's everything except Trials and Iron Banner. But when Trials and Iron Banner rolls around, these year two variants that have the higher attack stat, you can use them and not be at a significant disadvantage. So we're excited for me to... The Armamentarium is the next one that they revealed on Instagram. This is the Titan exotic chest piece. Did you ever use this? I did, actually. I got a near-perfect stat roll in year one. It was like 180-something discipline Mm -hmm. for that. Nice. And since I love throwing grenades, yeah, I definitely use this armor piece. Nice striker build piece, too. Oh, yeah. Dragon's Breath is coming back. Dragon's Breath was the rocket launcher that looked like one of those old fighter bomber planes, you know, where they paint Mm -hmm. the kind of shark on the side of it. And it also had smoke that came out of its (laughs) nostrils, which was really cool. It shoots rockets, and when the rockets land, they create an AoE solar damaging ball of energy, which I loved this thing. I didn't have a Yallerhorn when we were... (laughs) Yallerhorn, sorry. I'll pronounce the G from now on, guys. I didn't have that when we were doing Skolos, so my Dragon's Breath was what I was using back in the day. It wasn't really ever considered that great of an exotic, was no, it? No, I. it didn't have tracking, and the solar flare was not any better than a Sunsinger solar grenade. So it's mm. like, it, it's not really the best, but it's pretty good. Yeah, well, I'm excited, just visually. I, I can sometimes get into the cosmetic side of things a little bit too much. Plan C. Oh, this nasty little fusion rifle. Are you looking forward to this? Oh, yeah. So this is probably the only fusion rifle that I've ever considered using in PvP or PvE mm. in general because the, yeah. the swapping speed and then the near instant recharge after you've swapped it 
is yeah. absolutely insane. And I have a clip in one of my really old videos or montages, quote unquote, um, on my YouTube channel of me on Firebase Delphi hitting someone from B spawn point all the okay. way across the hallway and one-shotting them near the window. Like the top of the horseshoe? Yeah. Oh I'm my one shot from that distance, <laughs> and it was a near instant recharge because oh, I was wow. at like a sliver of health, and I'm like, Ooh, and I killed him, and I'm like, yeah, that was crap. <laughs> <laughs> I dismantled a lot of plan C's in year one, but I still held on to one of them for whatever reason. That was like the exotic that kept dropping from nightfalls. It's like, all right, there you go again. Wardlocks, be happy. Nothing manacles are coming on back. So the nothing manacles, man, for a void walker. These are pretty sweet. You get two scatter grenades, I believe, at the start of a match, and you can also throw them a little bit further. If memory serves correct, I, I could be wrong there, but I'm a huge fan of Nova bombing folks. Void walking is still my favorite PvP class ever because you can shut things down, man. You know, Stormcaller can be used to definitely get more kills, but when I see a Sunbreaker pop in front of me, I have that security of just press A, smash him with the Nova Bomb, and forget. Don't forget about so. the tracking that it adds oh, yeah, to the scatter right. grenades. And that was what made these my go-to Warlock piece. They were just amazing. And they look sweet. Yeah. They were like purple. You put Bloom on it with that tracking. Oh, my God. You throw mm. it into a group of enemies. You kill one of them, and then their body explodes, and then it explodes, and it's just a chain reaction. Mini Nova Bombs. Mini Nova Bombs. The super good advice year two. It wasn't that loved of a gun in year one, right? I would say it's underrated, to be honest, because okay. uh, one of the Pineapple Boys, 8-Bit Nacho, he told me this way back when, almost in Vanilla Destiny, I think. So this gun, the exotic perk, is almost all of your missed shots are returned to the magazine. It's like an 80% return rate. It's it's insane. You can hold down the it trigger fires just shooting forever. into the air. And it'll take like two minutes to empty the clip or something ridiculous. And so yeah. for Vault of Glass and Crota's End Raid, um, the oracles in Vault of Glass, they don't have a health bar. They have a damage threshold. So when okay. you use super good advice, almost all your bullets were returned when using it against oracles. And you would almost never have to reload. Same thing hmm. goes for the oversoul in Crota's End Fight. All I know is they have the new monarchy color scheme, so that <laughs> makes me happy. The Peregrine Greaves are the next ones that they showed on the Instagram. What do you think of Peregrine Greaves? I don't think I ever wore a pair, to be honest, but they're supposedly good against um, Rams, you know, back when Ramsinger was so popular. Uh, Arkburn and Brawler Nightfalls. The okay. Peregrine Greaves were the best thing ever because... Um, I remember one of the last nightfalls of year one was Valistaric with Arkburn and Brawler. So okay. when we got into the final boss room, Lurker Zero, friend of the show, and I, uh, and Zach, I was like, okay, guys, let me do this thing against Valistaric. And he was at like half health. And so mm -hmm. I ran towards him, jumped in the air, shoulder charged Valistaric, and just killed him. Oh, it's nice. It adds, just with the shoulder charge. Yeah, huh? it adds a lot of damage. Hmm. All right. Well, nice. I'm glad they're getting a year two option. More Warlock gear, the Apotheosis Veil. So this one, I think, if I remember right, you regen health, melee, and grenade energy after activating your super, which 
that actually is very helpful if you're throwing a Nova Bomb and you're pretty low on health, like a desperation <laughs> sort of thing. Or maybe even a, a Sun Singer. Even though, no, that wouldn't make sense because if you pop Radiance, you're already going to get a lot of benefits. So Well, it's it's maybe. immediate. That's the thing. Oh, okay. So it's if, an like, instant, it's if not I just a, throw yeah. a grenade as a Sun Singer and then I pop Radiance, it's going to immediately Boom. regenerate that grenade. So I can just throw okay. another one again and then start the cycle. That might be actually fun to use. I know you're excited about this <laughs> next one. No Land Beyond. My uh, <laughs> No Land Beyond Iron Banner Conquests are going to continue in year one. <laughs> So if somebody's new, because I know there's plenty of new players that we've heard about, like on Twitter and new listeners, thank you guys for checking us out, who are trying out Destiny for the holidays, what is the No Land Beyond? What's kind of its backstory here? No Land Beyond is the best primary sniper rifle <laughs> in the game. Granted, it's the Fact. only one, but it's still pretty decent. I'll say decent. Um, so No Land Beyond, the the thing about it is it's a bolt action sniper rifle so the rate of fire is really low um yes it's got iron sights as well and the handling is not the best but they did buff it for year two so yeah there's yeah a couple of these bullet points are showing that they're giving improvements right so you're getting better handling stats the master perk has an increased base precision damage scaler up to three times so does that just mean you're going to be more consistent so uh the master perk is precision kills or hits yeah. increase the yeah. damage or precision damage for a short period of time um okay. and i think oh, man i'm gonna get these numbers wrong but for example um say a precision headshot in the crucible did 250 damage that's going to activate the, the master perk and then i hit the next headshot and it's going to be like 320 damage or whatever my math's terrible but you get the idea. I get the idea indeed. Oh, don't forget, they actually, uh, for the sights in year one, they were kind of like bolded. And so now yeah. they just got rid of that and it makes it easier to see through the iron sights. Oh, cool. Radiant Dance Machines are getting a year two version. Did you ever own a pair of these oh, yeah, in year one? Radiant Dance Machines plus the Meta Multi-Tool. Oh my God. So with Radiant Dance Machines, when you aim down sights, um, your movement speed is increased as well. Add that with the Mita Multi-Tool with a max agility hunter build, whether it's Blade Dancer or Nice Stalker at this point. Nice Stalker also has that perk that you can uh, move faster. So, Do you think it would stack even further now if you use Mita, Radiant, and that Night Stalker perk? I think so, yeah. Oh my gosh, because these were already really hard to shoot and take down. <laughs> so think of it like in Black Ops 3, if you've been playing that game, when you throw a stock on a weapon like an SMG, when you're aiming down sights, you basically can run around at full speed and still be aiming down sights. It gives you that huge edge in a fight if you're doing any sort of strafing, you know? Yeah. What was the dance perk all about? Did they actually make you dance faster no, or something? No, they didn't. <laughs> okay. Disappointed. Acleophage symbiote. You're excited for Gunslingers this, rejoice. Yeah, I was yeah, missing it cool because matters. with the Sunbreakers being so prevalent in year two have not having that fourth shot in iron banner yeah. and trials really makes a difference in trials that one's going to be huge because having four shots you're given a little safety net in case you miss the first one you or know? if you uh have a sunbreaker or sunbreaker sun singer self-res yeah, self and you still have that fourth shot you're like ha ah, gotcha you're too hard light i feel like this one we've seen Hell, coming a long way yeah okay so <laughs> 
the week before Taken <laughs> King came out and they buffed uh, the hard light to enhance that ricochet <laughs> thing and since the ricochets yeah. didn't have damage fall off i would just run around the map shooting the entire time and it was like a a rave whenever i played destiny with hard light for like a week straight i did this it was how many hard lights have you gotten dude uh so i'm sitting at a nice 16 hard lights total that's absurd yeah that's just absurd so now i haven't gotten one since taken king came out so now i have to try and get a year two hard light or you just buy it. You buy the blueprint oh, for all. That's what I'm so excited duh. about all of this stuff. I just oh get to buy God. the blueprint. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of the next blueprint, and this one I am buying on day one. Bones of Yow. Bones of Yow. Yow. I don't know. <laughs> hey I got these in a nightfall pretty early in House of Wolves. These give you an additional jump. So if you're using triple jump on a hunter, it basically becomes quad jump. Such a fun piece of gear yeah and like i said the uh jump puzzles in king's fall now oh super you you can do so much with them dude like i got them really early in house of wolves and i remember sassy was so like one of the only times sassy's been jealous for any of the scrub like (laughs) gear that i usually have but dude such a fun piece of armor there so two new year two exotics were also revealed in this Instagram data dump. The ATS slash eight tarantula. This is definitely a blade dancer's dream. This is an exotic chest piece for hunters and they give you defense against arc damage while at the exact same time improving the recharge speed of both your arc grenades and arc blade. This is going to bring a lot of blade dancers back, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Because I would say gunslinger and night stalker are the top two currently um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and personally with my intellect discipline tier five build that i have going on i really hope this armor build is either all intellect all discipline or mix because if it had strength anywhere ooh, that's gonna (laughs) suck (laughs) the other exotic that they're adding and these ones are really cool twilight garrison it's a chest piece for titans and it will have an in-air dodge mechanic so by pressing a button the Titan will make a maneuver in midair to avoid incoming fire. I'm quoting, by the way, the article on planetdestiny.com. It's going to be linked on our website in the show notes as well. What do you think about this, Diddy? A mid-air dodge. I can already see the flying hammers and then the dodges. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you'll be able to dodge while you're in Sunbreaker form? Uh, sure. I, I probably yeah. put it past them because it's probably just a... Yeah, it's just a maneuver. <laughs> I can still... Uh, well, I was going to say I can still shade step while supering, but then I remembered what the nice docker super was. <laughs> so <laughs> do you, uh, I, yeah, this is going to make Titans king of the crucible. In my opinion. I'm excited for this piece of gear. This might mean. I mean, I rolled my Titan up to like 280 light, not quite enough there yet to be doing trials or something, but I picture in my head, a kind of maneuver like super smash brothers, you know, when they air dodge, oh, it's like, yeah. Whoo. I feel like that might be it. Just seeing a Titan like throw his arms out like Falco, like, <laughs> I don't know. But this will lead to some cool montage clips because after you get like super, somebody shoots their rocket oh, at yeah. you. Maybe it's a truth. What if you can dodge the truth shot? Well, probably truth also not has possible. grenades and horseshoes. Shh. No, no. Twilight Garrison will <laughs> counter that. I'm sure. The Bungie Weekly update arrived, and with it, the November patch, which showed up last week. If you guys want to know what was in it, check out last week's show. Also, refer a friend. Diddy, we were right again. I, yeah, I can't believe it. 
the two-person emote, I cannot believe we saw that coming. I'll be honest. Listen to last week's show, dude. DTS predictions are <laughs> on point. What was the one where you were at work and you just were like, no way? Do you remember that? It was the Kingsfall hard mode one where yeah, they there was said no there's platform. no platform in the, that ship jump puzzle. I was like, what? Are you serious? Did I seriously get that right? When have they ever changed geometry like that? <laughs> what? That is ridiculous. So the Refer a Friend program is going live Monday the 23rd, I think. And the only way it works is if you do it with somebody who hasn't played Destiny on that account before. Anybody who's played up at this point is considered like a veteran. So you can't trick the system into it being your buddy. As of the time of recording this, we don't know the full details or rules of how this works, but we do know there's an emblem shader and an emote as a reward, and apparently when you do the recruit a friend thing, there's going to be some quests that you go through together to get these thingies. Huh. Did that about cover it? That's awesome. Yeah. Yay. I'm doing it with Epos because, oh, no, there's a sparrow. I can't remember where I saw it. It was probably oh, Planet Destiny's like Twitter. The, the Tron light cycle? Yes! Oh. It has little strips of light on the sides of it, blue light. So that's the reason I'm buying it for Epos, because I want that sparrow. <laughs> that so but I also sick. want him to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it looks so stinking cool. Uh, the next thing, the weekly update, December patch notes, which is what we're going to spend the rest of the show talking about here. You know, senior designer John Wisniewski hopped on board and gave a rundown of the stuff that they're going to be changing. But senior design lead Sage Merrill said that they are going to also talk more about us uh, with classes, as Titans in particular, so classes and abilities. We'll be getting some changes in the December update, not just a lot of weapon tuning things, too. They didn't publish any of the thoughts of what they're going to change for classes just yet. Do you think that might be because of a potential backlash from a certain class in the game? Uh, I would say so, yes. Yeah. A quote Deej here when he says, The content of the next weekly update will be random and light, with a chance for some information on the ways in which raids could be more challenging soon. End quote. Challenge modes confirmed, yes. Yeah, for sure, definitely. In two weeks, Bungie's going to PlayStation Experience. I've never been, but it's like the PlayStation version of E3-ish, I think, I would right? say so, yeah. What if, okay... I'm just throwing it out here. I bet you they announce a new DLC at PSX. I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. What other? But to be honest, what other convention is between now and December? <laughs> I, if it's not... Okay. If it doesn't happen at PSX, I don't think we hear about new DLC until next year. I don't think they'll announce it oh, before yeah, Christmas for sure. or whatnot. It would be at least until March, I think. I think we would we could go January, February without seeing an official announcement yeah which would be really sad but i i could see that happening i think psx is the perfect time to announce it because you get people excited for a new dlc which may spur some folks to be like i need to pick up destiny for christmas to get ready for that new dlc that's true uh, yep i think we'd only see one dlc between now and destiny 2 yeah maybe we won't see any at all <laughs> i don't know it's going to be a really weird year, if not, but there will be news. They can't not give us news <laughs> until Destiny 2. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's talk about the weapon changes here in the last five or six minutes of the show. So December update, John Wisniewski giving us the breakdown on everything. Let's start with auto rifles. At the start of year two, they wanted auto rifles 
to be a very useful PvP weapon that could work in close to medium range. Are people really using auto rifles no, all that much, Diddy? Not yeah. that much. Not at all. Well, not at all is <laughs> not true. Not that much, you're right. So they're going to be increasing the base damage across the board. For the low rate of fire auto rifles, like Suros Regime, they're going to get a 3% base damage increase. The medium rate of fire ones, like Zalo Supercell, are going to get a 7% base damage increase. And the high rate of fire ones, like Necrochrasm, the bullet hose ones, are getting a 4% base damage increase. Dude, 7% increase in damage for like a gun like Zalo Supercell. Yeah. That's pretty decent, right? That's going to be right? really good. For sure. I've used Zalo in PvP. It's not that bad. It's pretty useful to see these pushes. Isn't the Trials Year 2 auto rifle a medium rate of fire one? You know, we'd have to look it up. <laughs> I can't say it. I would want to agree with you, but I didn't get that weapon. Well, so. if not, they're all getting a buff, so they're going to be more useful now. I, th I think we're going to see a lot of Zalos, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I could be wrong, but this Zalos is nice. Through, uh, three of Coins farming, right? Totally. Yeah, it drops. It's got a higher drop chance. It's like the Telesto and those kind of guns. They just drop pretty often from Nightfall activities. But I'm pleased with this. I do want to see Auto Rifles return. That was a really fun weapon class to use throughout most of year one. So in balancing the scale fashion, Pulse Rifles have become very dominant. They want them to be good in PvP, but I quote the article here, they need to have a few limitations in their raw utility, and they shouldn't become the only competitive option. So across the board, they're reducing the base damage of all pulse rifles. For the low rate of fire ones, like the Messenger, a 9% base damage reduction. Medium rate of fire ones, like the Hawksaw, Suros PDX-45, Red Death, they're getting an 8% damage reduction. The high rate of fire ones, like Bad Juju, 8% base damage reduction, and the super high rate of fire ones like Grasp of Merrick, Scory's Revenge, those are only getting a 2% base damage reduction. But you know, your Suros PDX-45, very popular now after Arms Day. Hawksaw, very popular. Red Death, very popular. 8% base damage reduction? That's pretty significant. That might mean an additional volley shot at your opponent unless you're just railing those precision shots, you know? Yeah, for sure. They're just reducing the... Uh the percent or the chance to get a two shot in the crucible and they're also reducing the damage fall off to start between auto rifle and hand cannon ranges but in pve you are getting a little bit more damage done from 1.25 to 1.3 times damage against ai combatants overall what do you think of this i mean it is very pvp centric if you watched any dts this year you saw hawksaw <laughs> you saw red death and you saw Soros pdx 45 yeah i think pulse rifles were the only competitive option like i would try using an auto rifle and i just couldn't win ever even if they missed a burst hmm. and it's yeah this is warranted i think i agree i after this last week so many pulse rifles and i enjoy it but when we start seeing just class uniformity and and it really dominating other weapon types I don't see many scout rifles either i think the meta is going to start changing that drastically what are they doing to hand cannons by the way Increasing ADS accuracy for another pass at goals. Yo, wait, I just totally read that sentence without even saying it. But they're increasing the ADS accuracy <laughs> and they're uh, just really making them optimal at close to medium range. Yep. And so the ADS accuracy, they kind of have this invisible bloom stat with hand cannons. So sometimes, you know, you have a probability of hitting that shot. Now, the closer they are to you, bigger target hitbox for you to nail 
less likelihood that it's going to miss. But hand cannons getting just a little bit of a buff here. It's pretty good news, and you pair that with some of the exotic changes we're going to talk about in a second. I like this. I think it's great. I mean, hand cannons are in a usable state. I think Hawkmoon is absolutely usable, but not as good as a Pulse Rifle. Yeah, I, we do need to clarify. They say specifically in the weekly update, Golden Gun is not and never will be affected by hand cannon <laughs> weapon changes because all the hand cannon nerfs and buffs that have come through have seemingly affected Golden Gun, but now they're clarifying, no, nah, that's not going to happen. Okay, good to know. <laughs> Shotguns, they're getting more nerfs because long-distance shotgunning can still happen. They did a bit of a nerf at the start of year two, and now they're tuning it further. What are some of the changes, Diddy? They're trying to make them most effective at the very, very close range. So we're, they're going to reduce starting damage falloff to match melee lunge ranges. So the mm -hmm. low range stat falloff starts between standard melee lunge, and the mm -hmm. high range stat falloff starts at blink strike lunge range. Okay, so that's going to be noticeable there. Uh, slower ready times for all shotguns and stow times as well. Additional recoil across the entire stability stat range. Slower reload speed for all of them. Slower time to aim down sights for all of them. Slower base movement speed when shotguns are active. So when you're walking, running, or ADSing, you're going to be slower to move. But when you're sprinting, that's unaffected. They're adding two frames of delay when you fire the shotgun out of sprint, which I think you'll probably notice with blink players who are usually sprinting through the blink and they're increasing the base damage against ai to 1.6 from 1.55 what do you think of this diddy yes thank yep. you we love it <laughs> thank you john mr wisenewski i salute you man you demand fusion rifles are next what are they doing to them oh man fusion rifles have been like the middle child of destiny since they came out. <laughs> so they're yeah. increasing the charge speed from fast charging fusion rifles, but reduced burst damage to compensate. Fusion mm -hmm. rifles behave more predictably based on player's state. So that means reduced hip fire stability for all fusion rifles, increased ADS and crouch stability for all fusion rifles, reduction in carry ammo inventory for all fusion rifles, which is strange. Yeah. Increased base damage against AI combatants to 1.25 and because it was 1.15. I don't think they're going to be used all that much. Yes, it's cool Plan that C. when you're ADSing, you get more stability. But do you really think these are going to become popular again? Like year one popular, remember? I, I don't think so, but we really have to see how the shotgun nerfs affect the shotguns because some of the high charge rate fusion rifles are pretty good if you can use them correctly so we'll see we'll get to try plan c out and test this thing you know we'll get to take it for a spin plan c is Snip gonna be the best one for sure definitely sniper rifles are yay they're remov removing luck in the chamber so the luck in the chamber perk on sniper rifles only will work on precision shots, meaning headshots, meaning they're, the perk is useless on that gun. So if, if you are watching this gameplay or virtually any PvP player's gameplay, you'll see the Irene, which is that black Amelon sniper. The reason it's so popular, it has luck in the chamber. That means you have a chance to one-shot somebody if you body shoot them, which is dumb. It's dumb. So thank you. Yeah. It's going away. It was the same thing of final round. People would just proc yeah. final round and then just body shot kill you. So they changed that, but... 
they left Luck in the chamber alone. So now must they're have just making by. the exact same change. I feel like it must have slipped by. So sidearm changes. Oh, my favorite. I'll read this real quick. Sidearms are the multi-purpose support weapon for close-range edge cases. Suppress a nearby flank route, gun down a rushing attacker, or swap to it when you just need a few more rounds to finish off a weak target. And then you go down to the changes, and all it says is increase ready and stow speed for all sidearms. <laughs> like, who's using a sidearm here? You tweet us. You tweet us if you're using a sidearm and think it's a really awesome weapon type. I think to make sidearms more useful, I think you would just need to increase the magazine size. That would be the first thing I would do because most of them are between 10 and 15 right now. Just make it 18 to 20. That's what I would do. Some of our complaints have been answered. They've taken a look at exotics, and here are the weapon-specific changes that are going down. First, Curse is getting some buffs. It's getting more base ranged. They are also boosting the Imprecation weapon, which is the gun that you use while you're trying to get the first Curse, making it a little bit better with a bigger magazine and more base range. And also, the first Curse perk now refills the mag when activated, provides better stability, better target acquisition, and damage falloff starts further out. This thing is the polar opposite of the last word. It's slow firing and can nail people at long distances. I do think this is going to become the best hand cannon in PvP, because next... Hawkmoon is getting a nerf. They're reducing the base range by 20, and the luck in the chamber and holding Ace's procs only do 1.2 times bonus damage instead of 1.3. You can still get those two shots, but it's going to be much less. What are they doing to the chaperone? They're pushing it more into a niche pick, so they're increasing its reliability with precision hits. Yes, but they're reducing the base damage, so it's going to be worse when you're shooting bodies, but if you're still hitting the precision shots, it goes up to, like, the damage scaler is now 1.75 from 1.1, so it's just going to guarantee kills if you're hitting those precision shots in a decent range, like, in a place where the damage falloff doesn't affect it too much, right? Yep, exactly. Excellent. The Fabian Strategy, which I think this is the Titan Auto Rifle, they're basically kind of redesigning it. They're pushing it into the fastest-firing auto rifle archetype, and with that, they're going to be changing some of the perks. Like, they're removing extended mag because <laughs> bullet hose auto rifles with extended mag wouldn't really work. I have not used Fabian Strategy, although I, I've seen it a couple of times. Looks I neat. haven't used it either, but I've heard it's been lackluster, so hopefully these changes okay. will help it out. Black Spindle, I kind of laughed at these changes. They're removing the scope upgrades and just switching them to barrel upgrades because they only have <laughs> one piece of art built for the Black Spindle for scopes. So, <laughs> makes sense. And Sleeper Simulant is the final one that's getting some changes. What are they doing to it, Diddy? Maximum inventory ammo buffed to 9. It was 7. Ammo swap exploit removed, which I'll talk about in a second. And inventory no longer benefits from fusion rifle armor perks, but does benefit from heavy ammo armor perks. So the Mm. ammo swap exploit was something along the lines of you don't have sleeper simulant equipped. You walk over over a single ammo pack and you don't have full ammo. Then you switch to the sleeper simulant. And even though it wouldn't say it had a full magazine, it would have a full magazine. So if I walked over, nice. swapped to Sleeper Simulant, it has three bullets, it could fire all seven, even though it didn't say seven. So that was the glitch there. So they fixed that. Cool. And that is the preview for the December weapon patch update. There's going to be more to it when we actually hear about the classes and the changes. 
I'm stoked. What a great week for news, dude. Like, although we aren't getting all the stuff we want, we want DLC announcements. We get it. We want to know if there's another raid before Destiny 2. This kind of stuff makes me excited. Not having to wait six months for an update is pretty cool. We're only waiting now, like, what, four and a half months? Was that between TTK and this? Uh, Yeah. Ish. I mean... Granted, weapon balance has been pretty awesome compared to Thornpocalypse time period. So that's true. Overall, happy. Where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D I T T Y DTS, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W O O O S H N E S S. Excellent. Check us out on DestinyTheShow.com where all the links from today and more will be uh, DestinyTracker.com for all the best stats and tracking stuff in the destiny universe follow us on twitter at destiny the show same thing with twitch you can follow me at bbk dragoon and also on youtube.com slash bbk dragoon go to you have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next time